Welcome to Raining Words with Shelby. I am your host, Shelby Lawson, and our main objective is to motivate, inspire, and encourage. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Raining Words with Shelby. Today, I am introducing my audience to the wonderful Mr. Renard Clayton. He is a local real estate agent. He's a special friend to a special friend of mine. He hails from the great state of Illinois. And I'm just excited to finally um, have a conversation with you. So welcome. Thank you, Shelby. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, no worries at all. I have not had the opportunity to really meet you um, during our our paths seem to cross in many ways. If we were, I think I saw you once at a networking event and someone said, oh, that's Renard. He is um, a stellar real estate agent here in the Valley. And by the time I tried to work my way over to you, you were gone. So it's um, finally nice to talk to you. Yes, good talking to you, and hopefully we'll be able to meet in person soon. Absolutely, absolutely. So my understanding, and I always tell my audience, I tend to do a little bit of stalking on, for, for my guests that I am not uh, very familiar with, but uh, you are from the state of Illinois. We came from uh, Gurney, Illinois, uh, 25 years ago. We were right across the road from Gurney Mills Mall. I'm no, I know you're familiar with that. <laughs> and Six Flags yes. Great America. <laughs> yes, I remember going to Six Flags many times when I was growing up. Yes. Yeah, so we came, we came, we were re- relocated here. And uh, we've settled in, and um, unfortunately, when we were ready to buy, we I don't know if you were, were you a real estate agent then at that point? And how long have you been in real estate? And actually, what led you to real estate? Oh, okay. Well, I can answer those in, in a, a short uh, <laughs> answer here. So I moved to the Lehigh Valley back in 2001. Okay. So I've been here 21 years now. Okay. I wasn't a real estate agent 25 years ago. Okay. Uh, State Farm Insurance Company, I uh, was working for them and they moved me to the area back then uh, as a commercial field underwriter. Okay. And our territory was Reading, Pennsylvania, the Lehigh Valley, and Poconos. Okay. And uh, so that was 2001. And I did that up until 2004 when I started my own home inspection business here in the Lehigh Valley. And from there in 2009, I got my real estate license. So I I wasn't a real good (laughs) game. That is a very valuable, I didn't know that about you either. That is a very valuable to to have on your belt, uh, home inspections, because a lot of people get caught up in uh, costly uh, mistakes when it comes to home inspections. So that added, actually added more value to your uh, real estate business, did it not? Absolutely. Uh, Especially in this market where it's a challenge to actually get home inspections Mm -hmm. accepted Mm -hmm. 
So now it is even more critical that they work with an agent that has an understanding of how a house is supposed to function. While they're looking at the granite countertops and hardwood floors, I'm looking for leaks and structural concerns. Yes, yes. Um, are you licensed in Pennsylvania only, or do you have have you expanded, or just just here in the in the state of Pennsylvania? Right now, I'm only licensed in the state of Pennsylvania. I have looked at becoming licensed in some surrounding states mm -hmm. and even Illinois, but as for now, only Pennsylvania. Okay. And for my audience, the only reason I ask that question is because we're so close to New York and New Jersey, and there's um, a lot of um, migration going happening from New Jersey and New York into Pennsylvania. So I'm, I'm sure that's wonderful for you as well. <laughs> Yes, that has definitely helped our market. Now, I am able to refer local agents in New Jersey, New York, and surrounding states. So if you know someone that's looking to move within a New Jersey or a surrounding state, mm -hmm. I do have other agents that I know that are licensed in those areas. Wonderful, wonderful. So we are all surviving uh, COVID and everything that's going on. Uh, share with us the differences in sales and the pivots that you were that were necessary for you and your uh, partners to remain successful during this time. It seems as if um, most of the real estate real estate agents that I know they're doing significantly well, and it didn't seem to have that much of an impact as far as um, your income is concerned. Share with us um, what your thoughts are uh, surrounding the pandemic. So there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the pandemic in the real estate industry here in Pennsylvania, just like many other uh, businesses and folks that were working from home. Mm -hmm. The biggest challenge that we actually had at the beginning of the COVID shutdown was real estate agents were not allowed to go into the homes in person. Mm -hmm. We were one of only two states that could do no in-person showing. So everything had to be videoed mm -hmm. or people were making offers sight unseen. Wow. They weren't seeing the homes until they actually closed on it, which I don't recommend anyone <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't so, recommend that either. That doesn't sound no, too safe. <laughs> that does not. But once things opened up, I mean, our real estate market here really exploded. Mm -hmm. A lot of it had to do with our proximity to New York. A lot of folks were fleeing New York because they didn't want to live so close to people. And they felt that now that they can work from home, that was their opportunity to move across the state lines into Pennsylvania where homes are cheaper and the taxes are lower. Mm -hmm. So since then, the real estate market has really been booming since early 2021 to now. That's wonderful. So in my research of you, um, I found out that you are sort of specialized in first-time buyers and buyers and sellers. So for our first-time buyers, what um, just a couple of things would you recommend to them so that their process of home um, ownership would go smooth more smooth or um even for lack of a better word um easier because i know it's not easy because um we've purchased a number of homes but for the first time buyers what advice would you give them 
I do specialize in working with first-time home buyers. I enjoy working with first-time home buyers. I think the key and what's critical for their success is to start early, mm -hmm. maybe even uh, I'd say four to six months, possibly even a year before they really are ready to purchase. Coming in, sitting down with the real estate agent and also a mortgage person who's going to talk to them about their finances finances and getting them prepared for the purchase of a home is the key to uh, the first time home buyers being successful what people are doing now is a lot of folks start on zillow or realtor.com looking at homes a home comes across that they really like and now they're ready to go out and see that home mm -hmm. well that's a little premature if they have not been pre-approved by a lender yet and you know really looked at their finances to see not what they can get approved for, but what they can truly afford on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I would say just being really prepared for home ownership is the key. Okay. You know, you're not living in a in an apartment or in a rental or with your parents when something breaks, you can just tell <laughs> someone to fix it. It's isn't, now your responsibility. That isn't that the truth. We recently <laughs> had our roof um um, redone and that was quite a feat uh expensive feat so um yes make sure that you are ready and don't um just because you're pre-approved for a huge amount does not mean you should um go for a home um at that price range if your budget cannot uh sustain it so any advice for buyers um during this particular time coming out of covid yeah, again, I would say preparation is the key. Mm -hmm. Understanding that the market right now is very competitive. Mm -hmm. We're seeing multiple offers on almost every property that comes on the market. As I said, people are waiving inspections. So you have to be prepared and know exactly what you're looking for. The days of seeing a property two and three times and bringing the parents to see it, those days are, are usually gone. Mm -hmm. I've gone into houses where we show the property at three o'clock and by five o'clock, they're asking for all offers to be in. Wow. So yeah, there's very little time. Now, what I say is be comfortable. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make an offer if you're not comfortable making an offer. If you need to sleep on it mm -hmm. and understanding that that property may be gone mm -hmm. by the time you make that decision, that's okay. There will be another home out there for you. Mm-hmm. So don't jump into something that you really don't like, mm -hmm. but just being out there and understanding what you're looking for in a home is the key. Mm -hmm. So what would what is the typical day for a real estate agent? Because I know that your hours could be easily be from nine in the morning to nine or ten at night. What's a typical day for a real real estate agent in a time when when there's such a boom and there's such a demand for uh, inventory? That's a great question. And I don't know if there is a such thing as a typical day <laughs> in real estate. And that's one of the things that attracted me to real estate is no two days are the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I may be working with an investor one day and a first time home buyer the next, mm -hmm. maybe someone looking to sell their home in that afternoon. So the day is, is really uh, determined by what's going on. 
with my past clients typically because that's where most of my business comes from mm -hmm. but i typically start the day around eight o'clock a.m getting mm -hmm. to the office start to look at the inventory and see what homes have come on the market mm -hmm. uh, see if there's any homes that match what my buyers are looking for mm -hmm. i usually take my appointments as far as showings and listing appointments in the afternoons or evenings mm -hmm. as i tell people i work seven days a week mm -hmm. There's really no such thing as a day off because I have to be available to my clients when they're when it's convenient for them, mm -hmm. not when it's convenient for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are able to work in some vacations and days off. I am on a team of six agents, so we do have support if we're away or we need to take a day off. We have agents that can show properties or fill in for us in, in the interim. That's wonderful because it sounds like burnout could easily happen in, in that kind of environment. <laughs> I haven't reached that yet. But good, good. I'm yes. going to make a sharp left and something just came to my mind. I remember back in 1991 when we closed on uh, our first property as husband and wife. Back then, we had an extra expense of having an attorney at the closing is that an outdated expense or, and do you recommend that to first-time buyers just to walk them through the process as well or is the agents now equipped um more than equipped to explain everything as far as paperwork because you know when you close it's almost like a book <laughs> <laughs> that you have to sign and go through. There's a lot of paperwork. Would you recommend an attorney um, now in 2022 or is that an outdated expense that people really, it's not necessary anymore? Well, it is required in certain states. So okay. You have to check in your own state. In Pennsylvania, we're a non-attorney state. Okay. And typically what the attorneys do is they look at the title of the property and do the title search to make sure that when you purchase that property, you are the only sole owner of the property, okay. meaning that there's no other liens on that property or any encumbrances to that property. Okay, wonderful. So that's... So you want to make sure you at least have a title person in the states that don't require an attorney. Mm -hmm. I know New York is an attorney state where attorneys typically handle that closing. Mm -hmm. But all of our contracts, we do give a certain time for attorney review, okay. especially commercial transactions and larger investment properties. Mm -hmm. attorney, attorneys can get involved in those. Okay. So we are a state that allows attorneys, but it's not required. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful to know. Um, I think Illinois, I mean, I think um, Illinois was at the time a um, attorney required state. And that may be the reason we had one. I don't, I can't even think back that far. I was just so overwhelmed with all of the amount of paperwork that was, and I'm sure now you can do them um, electronically and you don't have to sit there with a book in front of, a manual in front of you. <laughs> Well, that, that part has not changed. Oh, okay. The closing still, especially if you're doing a loan, mm -hmm. it's still, you know, 20 plus pages of loan documents and title documents, closing okay. documents that you do need to sign in person. Okay. So not as large as it used to be, but it, it's still, we're, we are going to the mm -hmm. online and the e-signing of some documents, but mm -hmm. that'll probably take another three to five years before it's totally uh, electronic signatures. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I also would like for you, if you could, to share with our audience, if there's someone listening who is interested in going into real estate agent or um, broker, is there any advice that you could share with them? Oh, absolutely. I always tell people I wish I would have found real estate 15 or 20 years before I did. I oh, wish coming really? out of college that I, yeah, that I would have jumped into it sooner oh. from from an investment standpoint and real estate sales standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's a great career if you're willing to get up early, stay up late and work hard. Mm-hmm. It's not so much sales as it is consulting with people, really understanding what their goal is and helping them get there. So uh, teachers do very well in real estate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone with a financial background, they tend to do well also in real estate. Mm -hmm. I do want and would like to see the industry get a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. Mm Because what we're seeing is there's a a 30 plus is 30 to 50 is probably the average age in the Lehigh Valley, at least. Mm -hmm. But there are so many younger buyers now, and they want someone that can relate to their age group. Wow. That's, so if someone is thinking about real estate, also, you don't have to have a college degree to be a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do have to be 18 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. So but if there's I, someone listening that is looking for a career in real estate, I'm always looking for a good young agent. Perfect. I always say to many people that college isn't for everyone, but there are many careers that do not require uh, a college education and, and the result is huge success. So I always say to my audience, college is not for everyone if it is for you. And, and also learning and education does not necessarily come from the classroom. And so That's true. I, I always say to people, you know, just ask if you want to sit under the feet of someone and learn, don't be afraid to ask them if they would mentor you or spend some time with you or talk to you, you know, those type things. That That's a huge education for people as well. And I think a lot of our younger people are, I don't want to say intimidated because they are most of them are brilliant, but they're just afraid to step out and say, hey, I'm interested in that. So I think that we, as older people, have to make it easier for our younger people to to approach us with anything that they want to know about. Um, so thank you for sharing that with our audience. Also, this recording is happening during Black History Month, and it will probably be aired in March. But because it's Black History Month, I, I have to ask you if how is the field of real estate with African-American men? Great question. Uh, So (laughs) if you watch any of the real estate shows on TV, yes, I do. uh, (laughs) There's one in Atlanta. I feel like the black male demographic is probably the least represented demographic on TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Occasionally, you'll see an African-American woman or there'll be a show based around African-American women. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, the majority population is well represented. Mm-hmm. Not so much on TV or even in the industry of real estate, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't have the numbers, but there aren't a lot of black males in real estate, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Um mm-hmm. 
I don't think that there's any one answer for why that is, Mm -hmm. but I would love to see more people of every ethnic background and uh, male, female jump into the real estate industry. Mm -hmm. Because again, you're representing people. Right. So I feel like inclusion is the key for home ownership. I I was recently listening to a TV program and they were talking about the wealth gap between Mm -hmm. And Americans and um, and white population mm-hmm. and home ownership was one of those key items that it, that we're often lacking. Mm-hmm. So I think more so than just helping people find houses, you're helping them build wealth. Absolutely, I agree. So I feel representation is key because you don't want a real estate agent that is simply going to open a door for you and mm-hmm. just help you buy a house. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can you know, tell you this neighborhood is the neighborhood that's going to be uh, increasing in value in the next five years. So although it may not look like the neighborhood you want to live in today, wait five years Mm -hmm. and your house will appreciate value. Mm -hmm. So representation is one of the things that I feel is very key in this industry, no matter what part of the country you're in. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, we're almost at the end of our recording and I would like for you to um, let the audience know how they can get in touch with you in case they are ready to buy or if they just need information um, so that they can start the process with you and your agency. Please let them know how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. And thank you, Shelby. Uh, The best and quickest way to get in touch with me is my cell phone. And my number is 610-737-8416. Email address renardclayton at gmail.com. I also use another email address that would probably get to me a little quicker. And that's rclaytonrealtor at gmail.com. I can spell that out, R-C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, Realtor, R-E-A-L-T-O-R, at gmail.com. And you can find me on social media at Renard the Realtor on Instagram and Renard Clayton on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'm writing all that down, and I will absolutely have it as a preview be, um, once we air um, okay. this recording. So if you guys are in need of... Um, Real estate agent extraordinaire here in the Lehigh Valley, please do not hesitate to reach out to Mr. Renora Clayton. He will take wonderful care of you. And as you've heard, he is a relational type person and he will do right by you. So make sure you reach out to Renard or his staff. He will take care of you. So reach out to Renard and thank you so much for tuning in with Raining Words with Shelby. Have a great evening.